Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful, beautiful Thursday morning. Hope everybody had a good night's rest. I don't know about you, but I thought I closed my eyes for about 2.4 seconds and I was back up again. So, uh, <laughs> just, uh, I tell you, it felt like I, I literally felt like I just closed my eyes and, uh, and all of a sudden it was four o'clock in the morning. I just, I don't know. I don't know what happened, so, uh, but, uh, but anyway, it is what it is, and, uh, let's make today the best that we can, I tell you, uh, every time I look in the, uh, uh, the camera here, I keep seeing more and more white in my beard, you know, I, I always like to, I always play, uh, Santa Claus in the, uh, uh, we go to different parts of, uh, the town here, and, uh, uh, see different children and uh, Freedom Hall and different places and it's getting out of the point where um, uh, I'm not going to have to use as much uh, uh, spray on white as I once did but uh, which tickles me to death because that stuff chokes the life out of me can't breathe uh, good morning it and uh, so but uh, yeah my wife said I look like uh, Charlton Heston uh, in, in Moses so uh, just call me old Mose. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh goodness gracious! But anyway, uh, I can't help it. She's giving me every one of these gray hairs. So just so you know, as most wives do, they just give us a bunch of gray hairs and and uh, make us crazy. <laughs> so she'll beat she'll beat on me later. But uh, but anyway, um, you know I know. Uh, right now it's a tough time for a lot of people. Uh, I know there's there's uh, several people I know who. Uh, dealing with loss, uh, dealing with surgeries. Uh, man, we got a lot of people we need to be praying for right now. They need help. They need encouragement. Uh, they need our, they covered our prayers. Our country has gone mad, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's only going to get worse between now and the election. Uh, and uh, uh, we, you know, it's just, it's it's insane. You know, we let's not let our anxiety and our emotions and our tempers rule over us and control us. Uh, you know, I have to... Um, about force myself not to look at uh, different news articles from whether it's JHL or CYB or whatever it pops up on uh, on social media because I get uh, I guess angry at some of the comments on there. I, I um, uh, boy, I tell you, <laughs> it's how bad I want to go after some of these people. Some of the stupid stuff they say and they believe it just blows my mind. But just a waste of breath and time, and um, you know. Uh, uh, was how is that they say that uh, ignorance can be fixed, but stupid is forever. <laughs> so I think that's the liberal platform um, mantra. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I I need to let it go. But I, uh, I I do hope everybody has a great day today, and let's just make today the best we can. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in two months. We don't know what's going to happen in two hours from now. So let's just uh, uh, use today. Uh, to glorify the Lord, and let's just have a good day, man. Let's walk around with smiles on our face. We know the victory is ours. We know who is uh, uh, the Lord and God, King of our lives. At least I hope you do. And uh, as a result, let us uh, uh, serve the Lord well today and all that we say, do, and whoever we come across. Let's make sure that we're, we're praising God. So, all righty. All right. So let us... Uh, Look at stand up here and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. And I ask that you remove your hat to stand proudly with your hand over your heart. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America 
and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, praise God for for the country we live in. I tell you what, I am. Um, I tell you what, though, I hope, I hope and pray that uh, the NFL has the lowest viewing audience in the history of football. I truly do. I uh, uh, because I'm so sick of these millionaires uh, kneeling uh, at our national anthem, kneeling at our pledge. I mean, just showing total, utter disrespect uh, for what this country stands for. And they want to side with a bunch of uh, uh, fascist bullies uh, who want to demand uh, nothing but to, uh, or should I say, are, are accomplishing nothing but to um, destroy right pillage and steal everything that they can and uh, they someone to side these domestic terrorists this Marxist cancel culture and uh, if they're going to kneel to this garbage I don't want no part of them and I heard the other day don't know if it's true or not uh, that uh, I'm a I like UT but uh, if they're going to start this uh, kowtow into these daggun scumbags then uh, count me out as a fan because I ain't going to put up with that either. And uh, I was like, I'm a big fan of, of Clemson. You know, I like Clemson. I like UT. And if they, any team that they start that stuff, yeah, I won't be watching. So uh, I hope that I encourage you all uh, to do the same. Let's uh, make a stand uh, that we're not going to give in to these people. All right. So let's look at our Bibles this morning. We're going to look at uh, John chapter 1, verse 48. John chapter 1. Verse 48. I'll bring us up here so you can read along. Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. All right. As me old Pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, uh, when we look at this passage here, one thing that we need to be uh, concerned with uh, and the, uh, now I'm not doing an actual exegetical study of this specific passage, but basically what it's alluding to uh, is the fact that uh, we as Christians, as I've, I've said many times before, are the called out ones. We are, have been set apart from the, those things of the world. And uh, as a result, uh, being Christians, we are going to face battles. Uh, as I've said many times before, it's not a matter of, uh, uh, if you're going to be in a battle today, it's a matter of when. And uh, you're going to face those battles, whether spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Uh, the old devil will use uh, people around you. He'll use family members. He'll use uh, friends. He'll use whatever to try to, to pull you down and try to destroy you and hurt you mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And um, we have to understand that because we're in a battle, we have to be able to give a solid defense when we're under that attack. A soldier uh, must know his weaponry. He must be able. He must be able to know uh, his swords, his his weapons, uh, and uh, so he can use them proficiently. As a result, that takes many hours of training in order to to have that ability to be accurate with what you are using. 
uh, just like I've been discussing in our in our topic in Hebrews, uh, I said like the last few times we've been talking, it deals with uh, at least for me, uh, it hits very close to home because I uh, where I do enjoy or used to really enjoy running. My my, my, my physical uh, body won't allow me to do that much anymore, but uh, but I'll always loved running. And as a result, you have to train every day. It takes discipline. You have to get up. You look at these people that lift weights, work out, run, jog, ride bicycles, training for Ironman competitions. They don't sit around eating bags of Cheetos and uh, ding-dongs and, uh, and, and then get up one day and decide they're going to start running. Just like at, at commercial that I told you all I hate worse than anything in the world. It just gets on my nerves. Is uh, the guy, the heavyset guy for the, it's for the University of Phoenix, and he's talking about the, the woman who rose from the, well, was the second, first generation uh, in, in America. She rose from the Imperial Valley to become a nurse and a doctor, and, and uh, he was running a, a marathon, and and uh, and she uh, he apparently had a heart attack, and you know. And the guy weighs like 300 pounds. You're thinking, what in the world are you doing in a marathon? You know, I mean, come on. I mean, it's just, it's just stupid. <laughs> so that's the point. You can sit around, do nothing, and then I'll say, get up one morning and say, hmm, I think I'm going to run a marathon today. Son, you ain't going to make it <laughs> 100 yards, and you're going to be gasping. All right, because you have not built up that endurance. You have not been training. You've not been eating correctly. You've not been dieting. You've not been doing the strength training. Uh, even in running, it's beyond just um, getting out and going for a jog each morning. It's, it still requires weightlifting. It still requires weightlifting, whether it's uh, working your upper body, working lower body. Uh, you know, you have uh, days you train really hard, go super long distance. You have days that you train really light because your muscles will adjust. And so uh, that, your body will adjust. To, so if you're running three miles every day, your body will adjust. To that. That's why you have to constantly mix it up because when you tear that muscle, it builds back bigger and stronger. So that's why you, we, we have to discipline ourselves. We have to get up each morning. See, I used to be a trainer years ago at John City Health and Fitness or Lifestyles Fitness now. And uh, I, I, you know, it's, I know a lot about uh, dieting and exercise, and uh, because, like I said, I used to be really obsessed with it. And um, uh, so, in order to be able to get in these races or do these things, you have to have that ability to train. Just likewise with God's Word, if we are not training, uh, i.e., reading our Bibles, spending that time in prayer, being prepared and ready for the battle to come, you know, it's, it's like you know. Uh, we want to be brave as Christians and say, well, when crisis hits or when battle comes, God, you call me and I'm, I'm right there at the forefront. Well, if you can't handle uh, you know, the training aspects and the little things, how are you going to be prepared and ready for the bigger crises or, or problems that exist and come your way? So that's why we fall and that's why we fail. And as we see here, as uh, 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 talking about the um, uh, under the fig tree, so to speak, uh, that he saw him, talking to Nathaniel here, are you sitting on your laurels? Are you just uh, watching life pass you by? You're Christian in name only. Uh, you're not, um, you know, you're always making excuses why you can't read your Bible. You're always making excuses why you can't spend that time in prayer. Uh, you're, you're sitting under the shade tree, so to speak, and doing absolutely nothing. Or are you training? Are you being proactive? Are you ready for the battle at hand? Are you reading? Are you studying? 
in not only God's word, but things outside of God's word, uh, you know, for, that are written by great many theologians, uh, reading uh, autobiographies of great uh, martyrs who went on before us. You know, there are things that we can do uh, to help train and to be ready and prepared. But so many Christians are unprepared for the battle. So many people I've talked to uh, as, a, as a pastor, as a counselor, uh, and um, they'll be telling me their, their life story of what they're dealing with, which is fine. I mean, you know, that's, that's what I do. And, uh, but I ask them, I say, have you given this over to God in prayer? No. You know, that, that blows my mind. I, I, that, to me, would be the very first thing that I would be doing is going to God in prayer uh, over the situation that you're dealing with, that you feel that you're drowning, that you're out of control. The very first thing you would do is reach for that lifeline. You know, if you're drowning, hopefully somebody's there to, to throw you out that uh, uh, floating device or whatever to help you, uh, prevent you from drowning. To me, God is is the lifeline to save you from drowning and you're pushing it away. <laughs> And you're, and you're wondering why why am I drowning? Why is this happening? You know, uh, guys and gals, you know, you've got to spend that time of prayer. No, I'm not saying driving down the road and saying, "Oh Lord, uh, yeah, I've got uh, this today. Uh, yeah, I need some help." You know, and go on. Uh, or you know, uh, where people say, "Well, yeah, I talk to the big man upstairs every day." You know, and uh, to me. Uh, God demands reverence, and uh, you know I don't. I never care much when somebody says, "Yeah, I talked to the big man." No, he is God Almighty. All right, uh, you know I, I, we need to have more respect and understanding of the power and the awesomeness that God is. We need to go before Him in, in humility each and every day, not a random passing of prayer, uh, not while sitting in a car for five seconds at a red light, uh, or when you go out fishing or whatever. Uh, we need to actually spend each day in, sol in, in solid, alone, quiet time in prayer. You know, I'm not saying you have to spend six hours a day in prayer, but man, you can get 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes uh, of time in prayer. You may say, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to talk about. Well, you talk to God. You, you set a chair there and you talk to God. You tell him your thoughts, your worries, your fears what you're dealing with. And maybe sometimes you just need to just shut up and just sit there calmly and just wait and just listen. All right? Pray for that sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. Pray for that leading. Pray for that discernment. And just be quiet and just listen. Maybe you can hear that still, small voice of God's leading. Spend that time in reading God's Word. That's why I post every day to read the Bible in the year. It'll take you 15 minutes. But if people say, well, I don't have... 30 or 45 minutes to spend in, in reading the Bible or in prayer. I'm too busy. But boy, you can sure find the time to do the things you want to do. You can find the time to go uh, out, you know, uh, hiking or, or running or exercising. Or you can find time to watch TV or watch sports. You can find time to sit there and, and look at Facebook for hours at a time. You, you know, you can find time to do the things you really want to do. That's why you have to be disciplined. You have to make yourself get up a little earlier. You know, you, you know, you don't think I don't like to sleep in. I would love to sleep in, but I'm up at four o'clock every morning, and I don't do it to throw roses on my shoulder. But I do it because I want to spend some quality time alone, in quietness in the home, and spending that time with God in, in the in prayer and in His Word before my day gets going. Because after I do that, 
Then I have devotions to do. I got to let, take care of dogs. I got things to take care of with the church. I got the, and they start rolling and going crazy after that point. So yeah, you don't think I wouldn't like to sleep in to seven, eight o'clock every day, nine o'clock, ten o'clock? I'd be great, but I don't. But I have to be disciplined because I have to be ready, and I want to have that close, tight relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what we're developing—a relationship with God. Are you working on that relationship? Are you training? Are you ready for the battle at hand? We can be brave and talk big and say, "Oh, we Lord, I'm you. Know, I'm, I'm ready for any crisis. I'm ready for to be put in that battle." You know, you know we're, we're talking about uh, NFL, and like I say, I, I have a lot of problems with the NFL right now, and nearly even on the college, on the collegiate level as well, with all this, um, uh, this, this cancel culture Marxist that we're seeing right now. But uh, you know, if I uh, well, you know, I don't know how many people saw the the movie of Mark Wahlberg. Uh, it's based on a true story uh, where he tried out uh, for the Philadelphia uh, was it Eagles, and uh, I don't really, I don't really watch a lot of football, so, and um, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the movie though. But anyway, uh, they were asking people to walk on to the field and to try out uh, for the football team, uh, professional football team. Of course, he gets on there and, and uh, kicks tail big time. Well, you got guys built like me, big bellies and out of shape, and they're going out there, and they're getting their butts ran over. You know, they can stand up to these guys who are like trained machines. And, uh, you know, so we don't know what we're going to have to go up against. And so and we have to be able to be ready for that battle. You've got to train. Guys, this is why that uh, we're, we're seeing New Age beliefs infiltrating the church. This is why we're seeing so many Christians uh, who are biblically ignorant. That's why we're seeing so many Christians compromising with the world. We're seeing so many Christians making excuses for sin, justifying sin. And we're not seeing strong men and women for Christ to do what we are called to do. My urgency and my plea today is be ready, be prepared, and spend that time training, spend that time in the Word, and be ready so when the battle comes, you can give that solid defense. Let us have a word of prayer. And Father Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us uh, to be disciplined. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be in a constant state of training, be constantly striving to have that mind of Christ, to be strengthened, to be boldened, uh, to be ready for the battle at hand. Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us this day. Lord, heal this country. Lord, please touch hearts and minds like never before. Only through you will we have true peace. And Lord, be with our police officers. Lord, let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Uh, Lord, be protection about them and their families. Lord, be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, as she's healing from the surgery uh, she had yesterday. Help her, Lord, guide her, protect her, and uh, and strengthen her and her husband and her family. Lord, I pray that you be with Wendy Lee, bring healing upon her, Troy and Ginger Hood. I pray that you be with Linda David Feathers, Mr. Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Ron and Thelma Thompson. And Lord, I pray that uh, you be with our president, give him the wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and discernment he needs for the running of our country, protection about him and his family. And Lord, I pray that the results of this election be, be a very good one. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 
I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. As always, it's a pleasure and an honor to get to uh, uh, do these morning devotions. And um, I hope that they are a source of encouragement and helps your day get going in the right direction. Got a fly on me. That must stink. <laughs> so, but anyway, I hope everybody has a good day and a blessed day. Always remember, if you uh, uh, are on social media and would like to share uh, these daily devotionals. You can always find me here at Dr. Young 77. And uh, if you don't do social media, always tell your friends, they can family, they can watch live on our website at flbconline.com. And then uh, afterwards, uh, after, uh, after the recording, I upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young and also to my podcast at the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes and uh, free of charge, audio only. We give you something you can listen to as far as all of our sermons, devotions, all that are on there. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate you for watching. Well, I hope everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.